0: Everybody, happy Thursday! Thank you for listening to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters. How are you guys doing? Big day yesterday, (laughs) big news day!
1: Yeah, as
0: expected, right. My phone is still blowing up from I And mean,
2: we haven't even been there yet for for <laughs> NHL and and it's just like wait till I actually go in there and play, you know, and, and then see what kind of blowback and buzz there will be on on either Friday morning or Saturday morning. I, I'm excited. And I'll tell you this, I am excited to see the NHL game in the mullet. I don't care what anybody says about the locker rooms or what's going on. I'm pretty excited to see that in that building.
0: Yeah. So. And I'm sure besides like the team space issue I saw a video today uh about with players saying how excited they were to play in that atmosphere like once you're on the ice once you get past everything um so I'm just I'm excited for that it'll be it'll be unique and different and we talked about it all yesterday on Wednesday's live show so if you haven't listened to that yet go back and listen because we talk all about mullet So today we are going to do our weekly check-in around the NHL. I feel like it's been an interesting season so far. A lot of surprises, a lot of, you know, maybe hot starts that we didn't see coming, a lot of cold starts that we didn't see coming. So let's start with the hot starts um, because a few of them have been really surprising. And the first one for me is the Boston Bruins, who a lot of people kind of had on their You know, edge of making it in the playoffs, maybe being a wild card, questions about the team aging, questions about injuries to start the season. But Boston has really, you know, made a splash so far.
2: Yeah, there's a couple of things here with Boston that I find interesting. And we talked about the the injuries and we talked about Brad Marchant not being in the lineup and Charlie McAvoy not being in the lineup. But mm-hmm. the addition of getting David Krejci back in the lineup, you see you're looking at Pashnak and Krejci and Bergeron all on fire. Their power play's been outstanding. And the one piece that I questioned going in that I wasn't sure about was Jeremy Swayman. And I said he was a question mark for me. I'm not sure if he's ready. Well, guess what? He ain't starting. Is Linus Allmark is five and zero. Oh. He's got. I know because nope.
0: he's Jeremy Swayman is my backup fantasy goalie, no. and he's, and he's been awful for me. So I'm there just leaving him on my bench. And by the, I have two other goalies. Like he's my third goalie, but on my bench.
2: And that's the difference. I mean, Linus Allmark's been absolutely lights out. Nine thirty six save percentage. His Goals against is right around two. He's got five wins, but they're good players. Who are playing well. And when you get when you're talking about Pasternak and Krejci and Bergeron and Taylor Hall, are their top four scores? Your best players are your best players. You're going to have a better season. They're scoring and they're an exciting team to watch. I like this Boston Bruin team right now. And but they're talking about Brad Marchant coming back earlier than expected. He's skating. Um, he might play as soon as uh, in the next week. So I think that will only help this team. This is a good hockey team.
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, Pasta's having right. It's way too early to say this, but Pasta right now is having an MVP-caliber season with 12 points. Jesus. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. He's almost averaging two points a game right now. He's been amazing. David Crazy, to me, looks revived. This looks like the guy of several years ago. He's playing at a high level. You add Marchand and McAvoy to this lineup if they keep this up, and I I love the Allmark signing.
0: Marchand is back.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. He is back. But but I love the Allmark acquisition when they made it as well. I thought he was a guy that would really – Fit well with this team. They have been terrific. And it's funny, I was, I, when I was back in Boston with the Coyotes, I was talking to Kevin Paul DuPont, who's covered this team forever for the Boston Globe. And he's saying, Yeah, I think they're a seven or eight seed in the East. And here they are, like just tearing it up right now without two of their best players. It's, it's one hell of a start for Boston. And, and as you know, Petey, coaching staffs love to get off to hot starts in the NHL because it can, it can help you when you hit those expected rough patches. At some point in the season, you've built up enough credit where you can weather those.
2: Yeah, and, and the thing, there are, teams, there are teams in the Eastern Conference right now that are not off to good starts, and we'll talk about them later. And, and you've got to see those teams in your rearview mirror. So for Boston to get out for a, a start like this, I think that's huge. And I, I think that really is going to propel them. I and mean, I mean, we're almost 10 games into the season, and you, a week from now we'll be more than 10 games in. That's an eighth of the way, and I know well, it seems daunting, but good for them.
0: Well, we always say that you kind of get the playoff picture by American Thanksgiving, and that's in less than a month now. So, or Crazy. just about a month away. And yeah, Marshawn is returning um, tonight against the Red Wings, so he's a month ahead of schedule. Well, they
2: are. He is going to play now. Wow! Yeah. Look at you on top of breaking news
0: today. Um, but they're they're playing back to back, so it, it seems like they're going to sit him in Friday's game, um, not play him in the back to backs. But huge boost for Boston there. So yeah that one's been interesting and then another one and so boston if you look at the league standings boston currently has the best win percentage one below them is the vegas golden knights another one and i'm one of them i'm a vegas golden knights hater who had them one like out of the playoffs um compl- all together but here they are six and two to start the season 0. 0.75 at, uh win percentage on the season so far but vegas
1: hot yeah and and number one in goals against per game. What was the one thing we talked about as, as Goal a group? Goaltending. Yeah. Goal and then you look at Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill, both among the league leaders in save percentage. Now, I will say this. This is a, a big product of the way this team defends, right? Because th- th- they're making it easy on their goaltenders. And, and a lot of the stats that you see are team stats. Uh, there, there aren't a lot of great goalie stats. They are playing really well defensively in front of these two guys. But right now, whatever, those guys are doing the job. They're they're, they're handling the load. They're they're kind of splitting at this point, too. I'm surprised that uh, Aiden Hill has played as much as he has, but they both performed well.
2: Yeah, Aiden Hill hasn't lost a game yet. I mean, he's 3-0. and And I remember here in Arizona, oh it was God. always, it was always, well, Aiden Hill, he just wins. And he might give up a few, but he just wins. He competes. He's a battler. And so I, I'm I'm moderately surprised to see how well their goaltending has been, but the other thing with this team is they're a balanced team. Their top scores, their top 8 scores are only separated by 2 points. I mean, they, they have a bunch of guys at the top, so they, they're a deep team. They're hard to defend because they, have, they just keep rolling out the next line and the next line and the next line. They're, their defense are very involved in their offense. They they always come up with four guys up the ice, and they get the puck low to high with traffic as good as anybody in the National Hockey League. Um, they're playing better than I expected. I, I really did think that the goaltending problems were going to be there for this team. They'd start off with some losses, and then they'd start looking at themselves and the coach. Hasn't happened. Um, I think Cassidy's brought a better defensive system in, and I think they protect the net front better than they did last season. Um, again, this team has got to be one now. That, that There's no reason this team can't uh, compete for the, the lead in the Pacific Division and win that division.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. But another team challenging in the Pacific is Calgary, who after a crazy offseason hasn't missed a beat, and they're 5-1 and one to start the year.
1: Yeah, we've talked a little bit about them already, but just to to lose Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk in an offseason would be a death knell for most organizations. So once again, the only thing I'm going to say further on Calgary, and it's just a repeat, is right now Brad Treliving is the leader in the clubhouse for GM of the year.
2: Yeah, and you look at the signing. Like, Kadri's got a point in every game he's played. He's got nine points in six games, and I don't think you've seen the best from Huberto yet. He's got five points in six. He's only got one goal, so he's only going to get better. Um, And I don't think the goaltending has played as well as they'd expected for this team, so I think this team's going to get better as the season progresses. This is, a, this is a team to be reckoned with, and and I know Craig's got them in the Western Finals, so, so we'll have to see. What this team can do, they're exciting to watch. They play, they can play any style. They can play skill. They can play a little bit heavier. Um, it's a good deep hockey team, and I still think there are better days ahead for this Calgary Flame team. Oh, but the one thing, Craig, with the Calgary Flame team, with this good start, they've only played one game on the road, and that was yeah. against their rival, the Edmonton Oilers. So they've had every game they've had has been a home game, and they get up for the Oiler game. So there will be tough stretches where this team has to travel, and, and you'll see a little blip in their win losses. But for now, they're one of the hottest teams in the league.
0: Well, that takes us to Carolina, who's been on the road a ton, um, and they're still toward the top. Carolina and Pittsburgh both have nine points. Um, and I know Pittsburgh, kind of like Boston, is another one where you're thinking, do they still have it? And the answer so far seems to be yes, they do. Sidney Crosby does not look like a – how old is he? 35? <laughs> you know, he's still producing at an extremely high level. Um but yeah, great starts for, you know, uh, you know, those I guess those teams were a little bit more expected to be performing well, but good starts for both of them, too. Yeah,
2: I think with Carolina, though, it's a team that always seems to fly under the radar. Like you, you just look at the standings; Nobody pays attention to me. You watch the New York Rangers and the Pittsburgh Penguins and Washington and Tampa and you watch them and oh, in Toronto and people kind of forget about Carolina. So they, they get away with I don't know, underneath the radar. Oh, that team's, you know, oh, shoot, we forgot about them. And and what they do is they do it as a group. They do it as a team. We talked about depth, and I think their goaltending is pretty solid. Pittsburgh, I, I got to be honest, I didn't think this was going to be their year. Gensel's been hurt and missing games. Crosby's he's back. He's right in the top of the league leaderboard again. I, I guess you never count out the Pittsburgh Penguins. So this, this Eastern Conference to me is going to be... It's going to be a race to the playoffs. There's a lot of really good hockey teams in the Eastern Conference, and and Carolina and Pittsburgh are absolutely going to be in the mix.
1: Yeah, you mentioned Jake Gensel. That's a a big loss, of course, the son of Coyote Scout, Mike Gensel. Um, It sounds like now he's not going to be back until next Tuesday when they get home. They had hoped that he could play on this road trip. Uh, But so far, Pittsburgh, uh, you know, managing just fine without Jake Gensel, who still, like I'll say this a million times, I still think is one of the most underrated players and underrated in the NHL.
0: Absolutely. Um, A couple other notes, just because I've now been staring at the NHL standings. Dallas, sixth overall in the league right now, also have nine points. That's another one that a lot of people had either completely out or completely in. Ottawa, ninth. Buffalo, wagon, tenth. Uh, Philadelphia and Chicago, 11th and 12th with eight points each. Chicago is on, I think, a four-game winning streak right now. Thank you. Carry yeah. on.
2: yeah. yeah Carry both on. Those, teams. Right. And both those teams we thought might be competing for the basement bowl. Yeah, keep winning. Yeah, let keep it go. accumulating points early because it ain't gonna last. It ain't gonna last. Philadelphia, like I don't I don't know if you guys look at like
1: uh the analytics, but their possession stats are brutal. They're the second worst in the NHL
2: in possession. So smoke and mirrors, John Tortorella, right? Just John Tortorella and, and Carter Hart. Like yeah, they're goaltending yeah. Carter Hart's been out of his mind early in this season. And, and, you know, last year he struggled. He had 13 wins and had a really tough year last year, this year, boy, howdy, he's been lights out. He's toward the league leaders in, 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 in the back, the back end. So I think that's a big reason and that can't last forever. And you're right. The Tortorella effect at some point they're going to go through struggles of the season. I still don't think this is the playoff team yet, um, but they're definitely vastly improved from a year ago. Chicago. I don't know if they're doing it if it's more of a hey, us against the world, and we still have some pretty good players here. Like you guys might have forgot, we still have Kane and Taves here. Like we're okay. Um, I I can't imagine this team's gonna be anywhere near the playoffs come come this spring, but right now, keep winning, guys. Keep keep it up because these these wins that they're getting now, and, and same with coyotes have two wins on their their six game road trip that we didn't see coming. So somebody can start losing here anytime.
1: Yeah, ah, well, maybe, maybe uh, the Blackhawks don't know how to tank quite quite yet. Maybe they and they're, to
0: they're still gonna win the draft lottery somehow.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe they know that. Like, hey, if we're, if we're in shouting distance, we'll win in any way. Let's let's. Oh, cool. Can I lobby, way. by the way, for a, a PHNX shirt with PD on it? That's just saying, boy howdy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> top new top seller. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Christmas
2: is coming. Everyone, guess what you're getting. Boy, howdy.
0: It's like your mom is like, "What? What is this yeah. shirt yeah. that you got me?" <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. uh Well, uh, maybe we need to do a draft lottery party at Four Peaks because we're gonna need some drinks to get through it. I think we enjoyed some brews yesterday, and then we're going again tomorrow. Any week that I'm at Four Peaks more than once is a great week, Um, and we'll be there for the tailgate and watch party, the the official PHNX tailgate and watch party for the Mullet Arena home opener. Come hang out with us starting at 4.30. You can tailgate, go into the game. It's a six-minute drive or about a 20-minute walk or a quick Uber down to Mullet. Have some food and drink with us beforehand, and then if you're going to the game, head on over to Mullet. If you're staying, there's going to be a 24 foot jumbo screen to watch the game it's going to be the best viewing experience in the valley outside of the arena um so come down three dollar beer specials and giveaways it's going to be a blast and it's completely free to come just rsvp the link is in our show notes um, just to make sure you grab a spot near the 20 foot screen Um, and also here's a great deal after you know that's friday saturday morning get up Head on over to Four Peaks Wilson Tasting Room on Wilson Street in Tempe and hook yourself up with some discounted beer. $15 for a 24-pack of the Fall Variety Pack this Saturday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. The first 50 people there get a free Oktoberfest shirt, so you must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly to drink. But that is a banging deal. I am going to be sad when Pumpkin Porter is gone because... (laughs) Craig, you maybe. got me fully on board.
1: Mm-hmm. And now I want to try the, the barrel aged, right? Did you I wait? Know. Did you try
0: that yesterday? No, I just had a regular one.
1: You got to get the barrel
0: aged. I, I know. know. I know. Me too. Well, maybe I'll try it tomorrow. Let's just go to the other end of the standings, the bottom. And I don't think I would What? Yes, it's where we're very comfortable and familiar. Um, Yes, exactly. I don't think, if you told me, one team is going to have zero wins seven games in, who is it? I would not have guessed the Vancouver Canucks. I, I know we've talked about them weekly at this point, but we have to when the start has been this abysmal. Um, it feels like everybody's placing blame, the GM, the coach. It's just... Craig just typed Bruce. There he goes in the show notes. <laughs> I mean, something's got to give in Vancouver because yeah. this is not a team like Arizona that lost. That was 0-11, you know, to start the season. I mean, I know there was shootout and overtime losses in there. But like a team that was expected, a lot of people had Vancouver in a playoff spot, on the playoff bubble. So this is a team that has fallen way short of expectations.
1: I want. I wish there were data. On how many coaches have been fired shortly after they got the dreaded vote of confidence from their GM, which just happened with uh, Canucks GM Patrick Alvin supporting Bruce. I don't know how you stick with this, especially with all the info that's coming out about issues in the room. Star players getting scratched, like Connor Garland getting scratched. I don't get that at all. Like, one guy you know is going to give you compete every night is, is Connor Garland. There's some weird stuff happening around the Canucks right now. I don't know how Bruce Boudreaux survives this.
2: Yeah, I, I don't want to be a broken record, but I've said this from the day he got hired. Um, but <laughs> Travis Green's a lot like Rick Tockett there's no gray it's black or white and you know what some people don't like to get that message every day and so when bruce came in it was a breath of fresh air it was light hey it's fun and happy we're we're doing it worked want for the
0: short term and it worked went on that huge winning streak 100
2: because that it, it, it oh everything's and you get that little burst of hey this is fun and then all of a sudden you go hey we need some help how do we beat this one two two or where are we going to get on this breakout do we beat this four check pressure and the coach goes play harder uh, it's not the message you want you you, you need the x's and this part and you go with your Bruce Boudreaux, wonderful human being but g- people love Bruce Boudreaux great guy but you go look at his coaching history he's great one through 82 because guys have a fun time at the rink and you get into the playoffs where you need to out coach the guy across the way from you and he struggled and and I and I. <laughs> that's part of what's happening here. And these these players are looking to their coach to go help us get out of this. What is the magic sauce to get us out of this? Is there a system? Is there a way to play? Is there something we can do to get out of it? And the message keeps coming back, play harder. And, and, and I think I, it's going to be this thing. I've said it. I was surprised to see him start the season. I'll be hundred percent honest. I thought with Rutherford coming in after the boost Broad drill hiring, he didn't hire him. I thought he'd be gone to start the season. And I don't think this is going to last long. I don't think they're going to put up with it much longer. And there's going to be a new coach in Vancouver. Who that is. I don't know, but it, it, there will be a change in Vancouver. And I think they're mired in the mud until they do.
0: Hmm.
1: I think uh, more on the point of what you're talking about with needing to be a good bench coach in the playoffs. I think back to the, as a Blackhawk fan, obviously, I think back to the 2015 uh, Western Conference final when the, the Ducks had the, the Blackhawks a bit on the ropes, but I remember the narrative after the Hawks came back and won that series in seven games, it actually got out. I'm not sure who the players were that we're talking about in the Ducks locker room. I think, I think Ryan Getzloff may have been one of those guys saying, we got out coached. We just didn't make the adjustments that we needed to. Joe Quenville, of course, was known as a great bench coach, a guy who could, make adjustments on the fly and was really good in those situations. Bruce at the opposite end of the spectrum. And that's been a criticism him for his entire coaching career.
2: Yeah. That's another team that's at the bottom of the standings with goals against. And one of the things that coaching allows you for is defensive system and structure. And I, I'm a firm believer. You can't win in this league unless you, you have, um, the ability to defend. And right now Vancouver has not shown they can do that. Their scoring is actually okay. They're they're producing offensively. Elias Peterson's back on the scoreboard where he's getting a point a game. Um, so I think he's finding the net. Bo Harvat, JT Miller, Quinn Hughes, they're all producing offense. It's just their inability to stop the puck at the other end. And I don't know if I put the blame completely on their goal thing. in Demko. I think they're really struggling in the defensive end of the zone. And I don't think they come out of it. And, and you know how relentless that Vancouver media can be in the fan base so this the the chance (laughs) will get louder the chance will get louder to get him Uh, out of the craziest fan base in the league
0: uh I'm so conflicted because I have Connor Garland on my fantasy hockey team and he hasn't been a big point getter for me he and I've had him on my team in the past before he's been amazing and I don't know if I should just hold on and ride it out and hope that he picks it up later when things change or if I should drop him let me know if you're listening what you think i should do in that situation. There's
1: one to a rebuild here now too. Do they decide to blow it up? Well, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's not wed to any of these guys. He may look at it and say, "Yeah, we you know, i don't i don't know if you call it a rebuild when you have players like Pettersson, but maybe you try and retool on the fly." But how do you yeah. how do you do that when you're saddled with Oliver ekman Larson's contract?
0: Oopsie, um, well, another team that has fewer points than the coyotes right now is the Anaheim Ducks. The Coyotes have four points. The ducks have three. Their neighbors down at the bottom. Uh, really bad possession would be the stat that stands out for the ducks. Um, I'm just gonna throw out a couple more and then we can talk about all of them. San Jose has been one we've been watching early. Uh, wanting them to get wins they're kind of that team that's hovering around with Arizona at the bottom they also have four points but they've played more games so right now they they're have a worse winning percentage than the Coyotes and then Nashville hasn't won a game since they got back from Europe which is maybe because they were playing San Jose and they made a team (laughs) worse than them but you know it's an interesting bottom of the standings here
1: This is the Nashville Predators. I thought we were going to see last year. I didn't expect those uh, breakout years, like career years from three different guys. So I'm, you know, I'm almost expecting those guys to come back down to earth. I didn't think this was a playoff team last year. I still don't think it's a playoff team. So that one is not as big a surprise to me. The Sharks are averaging 1.89 goals per game.
2: You're not going to win. That
0: feels like the Coyotes last season.
1: Yeah, it's, it's brutal. And then,
2: yeah, it's a, it's purely offense with San Jose. You look at the, the leading the team in scoring, I was Eric Carlson with th- three goals and six points. Oh Boy, they're they're really struggling. We knew this team was going to be towards the bottom of the standing, so I don't think that's a surprise. Anaheim, you look at them, they've given up more shots per game than any team in the league. They're at the bottom four in goals against. So, again, not a surprise. We knew they'd get offense out of guys like Troy Terry and Trevor Zegres, and they're exciting and fun to watch but they're still going to lose a lot of games because they can't defend and they don't have good goaltending. The surprise and you go to the Minnesota wild where they're sitting at right now. And you had career years for nearly half of their roster a year ago. And Zuccarello was off to a hot start, 10 points in six games. Kaprizov's with eight boldies with six. I mean, they've got guys that are scoring. They have the, is it the worst goals against average in the league per game? No, they're second behind. Well, the Coyotes, yeah, they're they're giving up just a four point six seven goals a game, and they can't stop the puck. Like Mark Andre Fleury right now is is really struggling for this Minnesota Wild team right now, and I I thought he'd find his way out of it. They did a it's funny after his really slow start they had a, they had a, an event public event they went celebrity bowling, and he was in front of the fans and the fans were supportive and high fiving him and hey you're gonna come out of it blah 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 and I thought okay that's what he needed just hey I'm gonna do this for the fans and no. His goals against averages is, is four point three. Like, come on! Like this, you, this was going to be an issue when they let Talbot go. I, I, I said this at the beginning of last year's playoffs. They went with Flurry. I thought they should have gone with Talbot. They're out in the first round, and now Flurry is a hey, Flurry's elite goaltender in this league. He's won Stanley Cups. He got Vegas out of the mire and the mud to to compete in in their first season. He's getting older, and, and unfortunately for goaltenders, you got to be quick, and it's about speed, and it's about those things. And I, I think. I don't know how much gas is left in his tank. And I hate to say that because he's he's one of the great goalies in, in the National Hockey League history. So I don't want to write him off quite yet. But Minnesota is going to have to get some saves. And they're going to have to defend if they're going to get their way out of this. I still believe they will. I don't think they'll be competing for Connor Bedard. But but Minnesota, to me, uh, this is the fan base that expects more. So yeah. we'll see if they can turn it, turn it and right the ship. If you want a sense of how
1: Minnesota's goaltending is going, just follow the great beat writer, Mike Russo, because he'll tweet about it about 10 times per game. And it's hilarious. <laughs> Not
2: too excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: Yikes. Well, I wouldn't recommend betting on any of these teams right now. Maybe bet against them. Um, you can win yourself some money. Last season, Derek, uh, who hosts PHNX D-backs, bet against the Coyotes all year. And he won himself a lot of money on DraftKings. So, you know, Whatever you want to do, however you want to make your money on DraftKings, Be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now if you haven't already. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 if your team wins. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings Stepped Up Same Game Parlays. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code PHNX. That's code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Should we do our pick of the week today? why not
2: and dp is going to be mad that we're not doing the buffalo bills yeah I, I, i'll tell you this lee i went and looked at the nfl first because that's what we do here and i went and the, the arizona cardinals do you know how they play
0: the minnesota vikings yeah
2: so i got to stay away from that one that's just i can't because <laughs> they conflicted He conflicted with the viking cards. i'll watch it but i'm going to stay away from it. but i am going to stay in football and i'm going to okay. go to tonight's game uh, the Baltimore Ravens are visiting Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. So let's go with football tonight. There's just some chaos going on in Tampa Bay. I'm not a football guy. I don't know X's and O's or who should win or both be better. I just know there's conflict in the locker room right now and a lot going on in Tampa. So I'm going to go with uh, the Baltimore Ravens money line at plus
0: 105. Ooh, money like line it. to beat
2: Tampa straight up in Tampa, Baltimore plus 105 money line.
0: All right, I like it. That's the DraftKings pick of the week. If you want to go with ride with Petey or go again, PD did your me, which is did probably your pick the of the week? Yeah, did your sucks. pick of the week? No, but did no. it hit last week? No. What I was lost. it? I don't.
2: I don't remember, but I lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> says that like it's understood of course no, not. But, no of course i lost
0: it was so, just no, funny but, too that you were like not i'm not a football guy me. here's my pick it's a football
2: pick <laughs> you got, <laughs> exactly you gotta got be, be more like and be...
0: sean and just be confident in every single thing you just blind confidence
2: <laughs> yeah well i'll sit and watch college football all day saturday and i'll bet the hell out of it and then the nfl <gasps> i'll do the same but i'm just uh yeah i i, I would smart is to bet against pd like it should be and <laughs> i'm not telling so what the to do anti
0: pick of the week how about exactly. that
2: it's exactly
0: <laughs> love it all right well a couple more notes from around the league before we wrap up uh bummer for ottawa who's also been hot they're at the top end of the league by the way brady Kachuk is carrying my fantasy hockey team right now but uh ottawa's josh norris is going to be out at least four to five months maybe huge huge loss for ottawa uh with a shoulder injury. So that's a huge bummer for a team that is trying to make, I I think they're, I mean, I'm sure their attitude is trying to make a playoff push. So
2: I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is the path that the Arizona coyotes are taking. They're just a few years behind this Ottawa team. When you look at their, the guys leading this team, it's Kachuk, Batherson, and Pinto, all very young players. And you talked about Josh Norris. He's 23, 2019 draft pick they're young and they're exciting and they're scoring and they're towards the top of the standings. Will that last? It's hard to keep that consistency up with a bunch of young guys, but they're going to compete and they're fun to watch. This is where Arizona is going to be in two or three years where they're being guided and led by all of the guys that they're drafting now. So I think this is the template versus the auto, uh, excuse me, the Edmonton Oilers model where you get those high end picks and surround them with guys that, are just filling roster spots. This is a team that that does bring in the veteran guys. You know, you look at, and I know Jabrnicka's not a huge veteran, but Jabrnicka, Claude Giroux, um, they're they're a, they've got some guys to help lead this team through. So this is fun. They're exciting to watch. Feel bad for Josh Norris and what he could have provided to this team, but Arizona Coyote fans need to look at this franchise and that's the direction this team is headed.
0: So we'll see what happens, how that impacts Ottawa. Um Going back to Vegas for a second, and we talked about this the other day, but Phil Kessel has officially broken the Iron Man streak, and not only that, he scored his 400th goal in his, what was it? Nine, 990. 990. I love a good even number situation. Um, So to break the record for Ironman streak and to score your fourth goal in the same night, what an incredible achievement for Phil Kessel. We already talked about how crazy it is that he's the one who holds that record. And I guess the question to ask is, will he hold that record forever?
1: I just when I think about and I think Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick talked about this on their podcast. and And I agree when you when you talk about load management and so much more attention in sports science being paid to how guys bodies recover. Man, it's hard to envision another player coming along and playing a thousand consecutive games, which is Phil's going to blow past a thousand before the season's over. It's it's just crazy to think about. Um, and there's also the thing, you know, you know, teams are always leery about letting guys play through these streaks. There's often times where they they probably shouldn't be playing. They want to be held hostage to the streak. I don't know. I don't know that we're going to see this for a, a very long time. If ever uh, another guy that gets to a thousand consecutive games, it's just, it's, it's an unbelievable record.
2: Yeah, it's kind of what you see in baseball where they had starting pitchers. I remember when I was a kid, pitchers pitched complete games. Guess what? They don't anymore. You talk about load management and we don't want injuries. So guys are pulled in the fourth, fifth, sixth inning. And I, I liken that to this situation where you're talking about players health. And if there's even a minor injury, you don't want it to go longer term. So we're going to get them out and don't forget. It's still the time of COVID. So I am amazed that both Keith Yanel and Phil Kessel came through the last three years without having to go on COVID protocol. Just absolutely amazing. I and mean, you look at the number of players that have had to be held out for something like that. And you look at the next player up is Brent Burns. And, and if Phil stopped playing tomorrow, Burns has to play four more seasons. And I. Good Lord, that's a big number. I, yeah,
0: I, I just don't see it happening.
2: I and mean, we say no. never say never, I guess, because you just don't know. Maybe, uh, honestly, maybe the way the league goes sometimes about their hitting, maybe maybe a decade from now there's no checking, and and um, because they're so concerned about concussions that they take away hitting in this league, and then maybe a guy can play forever. I, I don't know, but I don't see this record being touched. I just don't. It's, yep. it's an amazing, amazing feat through all of the things, and you talked about load management and injuries. I just don't see it happening. Brent Burns is 37 too, so yeah. highly. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, uh, speaking of surprises, I feel like there's some surprises in the NHL statistics category. Who had jet how do you say his name? Jesper Bratt?
2: <laughs> Jesper Bratt.
0: <laughs> Leading yeah. the league in points with 12. I mean tied five way tie, I guess, with Posternock, Dreidseidal, Nishushkin, and Panarin, but yeah, yeah, I had him. I had him penciled had in. Go, yeah, good. Pick. Um, who had who had uh, Shane Goss to spare one point behind Rasmus Dallin for most points by a defenseman in the NHL.
2: <laughs> Especially with like, Darlene's on a record-setting pace, too. Like, this right. isn't just, like, an average year. Like, Darlene's <laughs> literally in fuego at the back end, setting NHL records, and the, the ghost is right behind
0: And them. here's another one. Who had Craig Anderson leading yeah. goaltenders with in goals against average? <laughs> like, right. what? Yeah, Craig Eriksson leading
2: the team in, score in goal. You know who's
1: tied for the goal-scoring, the goal-scoring lead in the NHL, too? Valerie Nachuskin.
2: What? It's yeah. it's
1: it's Andrei Shvechnikov. Okay, he's a goal scorer. You expect him. Maybe not at the top. Valerie Nachushkin, Steven Stamkos, Alex
0: Tuck. Alex
2: Tuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's crazy so far. And the guys that aren't there, Austin Matthews.
0: Who is Alex on my fantasy the... team, and I'm very yeah, upset.
2: Struggling to score. Huberto is also
0: too. on my fantasy team and is not. I know Calgary is, like, popping off, but Nazem Kadri has been – Better for my fantasy team than uh, Jonathan Huberto so far. Just saying. Yeah, but
2: when you look at that second set of t- that second tier of points, you know you got the names you expect: Drysaddle, McDavid, Crosby, Kucherov, um, Zuccarello, McKinnon. They're they're in that second tier, but the guys leading the league and carrying the load right now: Duchesne, <laughs> <Nichushkin>, Pasternak, Panarin, <laughs> Jesper Bratt. It's again, you talk about consistency for eighty two games. These names aren't all going to be there, and and Austin Matthews can play, and Austin Matthews can score. He'll be at the top of this by the time the season's over.
0: Please, for the sake of my fantasy hockey team, I'm sorry I brought up my fantasy hockey team like six times today, but it's clearly weighing heavily on me. Sean DePaz is in front of me in the standings, and that is not okay with me. Um, Another note, and this is a report from Elliot Freeman, that I am finding out for the first time today that the NHL could play in Australia. Craig yeah.
2: Craig's already put in a travel request for that, by the way.
0: Yeah, that, Jesus.
2: Not much of a chance <laughs> of are going to be involved in that game,
1: unfortunately.
0: Where children.
2: would if no Craig way. had to travel to Australia? Where the hell would he end up? Like, I, I wanna Oh I, my god, oh we should my
0: god we you'd should land book emergency land, land on like an island in the yeah. Pacific.
1: <laughs> I'm in Tahiti.
0: You're yeah, in like Papua New school. Guinea. Like
1: i <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm currently in a standoff with cannibals and (laughs) Bordeaux.
0: Literally, if I was about to get on a plane to Australia and I saw Craig in the line to board, I would... Say, excuse me, I'll volunteer for standby. <laughs> like, please.
1: Exactly.
0: I'm not getting well, on this well,
1: Melbourne, by the way, though, I, I would go there in a heartbeat. Like Melbourne is like half the cost of Phoenix in, in terms of cost of living. And it has San Diego's weather. Yes. Sign me up, please.
0: Oh, my God. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. Awesome. Unbelievable. Well, that could be fun. I love it. Just yeah. grow the game everywhere. Do it. Um. Another note, Rick Bonus, friend of the program, fortunately battling COVID. Like Petey said earlier, COVID's still here. Um, so, on behalf of PHX Cody's, well wishes to Rick Bonus. That's yeah. it, so- silence. Okay.
2: No, I, I agree with you. I just, he, he's a great man. He's one of the great guys in hockey, and I honestly thought he'd be sitting here in Arizona right now, retired, um, watching, going to the first game at the Mullet as a retired coach, not as a head coach in the National Hockey League. Good for him. He's, he's one of the best guys in the league.
0: Yep, absolutely. Uh, any other notes that you guys want to touch on before we head out here?
2: No, just getting ready for the, the league. game at Getting ready do we need to go craig do we need to leave right after the show the taping of this to go get a parking spot is this how big of a deal <laughs> is it going to be to get parked and tickets and into the building tomorrow
1: i mean i don't know i don't know if there could be hiccups there were, there were hiccups when i went to the third asu game um you know they get they send you your tickets i think you guys had this as well they send them online it's a it's a barcode yeah barcode was for media i don't know if that was intentional because oh. for the parking plus, yeah so oh, it yeah.
0: worked for us on game for game. us yeah.
1: Didn't in the third game, but I probably got it sorted out. We'll see. There's gonna be hiccups.
0: Give yourself Obviously, time if you're going.
1: Yeah, give yourself time and patience for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. if you're going, about give yourself
1: time. Coming tomorrow on everything you need to know about the first game at Mallet. One of those things was they're gonna be hiccups. Javier Gutierrez acknowledged that. Of course, we talked about this on the show yesterday. First experience, you got to work through some wrinkles. It's just the way it is. Deal with it. They'll figure it out. Yep. Bring your patient hat.
0: Bring yeah. your patient hat, like for sure. does yeah yeah be like real good with that it's just like his pick of the week just don't do whatever he does (laughs) (laughs) if you if you want to go to the game and you haven't bought tickets yet check tomorrow check on friday because that's when you're going to find the cheapest tickets on game time it's the best place to buy tickets last minute you can save up to 60 percent on tickets when you buy them the day of a game or the day of an event it sounds so bizarre but i promise you it's true it's the cheapest you're going to find coyotes tickets anywhere so whether it's friday's game sunday's game there's only a handful of games here that you can see the coyotes at home before they hit the road again Um, check out game time to buy your tickets you can buy tickets to any sporting event on there any show any concert Um, so definitely check them out and the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description of this podcast so please buy your tickets there and like craig mentioned he'll have his story which Craig talked to a ton of people for this. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, So become a member today at gophnx.com. If you're not already a member, you can grab a free shirt from the locker. The Sun's just got another shirt, by the way. Another Sun's shirt. That's how they're beating
1: us by, you know, just volume. They just keep volume out. Yeah.
0: It's it's kind of sad who
1: I
2: complain to
1: on that. Kind of sad.
0: Maybe when the Coyotes start winning, we'll get more shirts, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, you can grab a shirt, join our members only discord and members also get perks. They get first access to events and everything like that. So tons of perks to becoming a member, join our family. We appreciate the community and we said it yesterday, but I'm just going to reemphasize this. The Coyotes fan base is, and I'm not just saying this because we do a Coyotes podcast and I've been a Coyotes fan for a long time. One of the best fan bases in the national hockey league for all the bullshit that this fan base has to deal with on a daily monthly yearly basis the sense of humor and just it's just phenomenal it's next to none so appreciate everybody who listens uh to the show as well because if you're listening you're most likely a coyotes fan and we appreciate you immensely amen Amen. um all right well it's the night before mullet, and all through the house, we're all wow. nervous to see. I, I did not have anything prepared. That was oh. I thought you were gonna finish <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it. Sorry,
2: you started off hot. It was turn the it off night there, before, before
0: mullet. Maybe I'll I'll tweet something later if I can come up with it. Uh, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. If you haven't already, like and subscribe. Follow wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms, including PD and Craig's favorite TikTok. They're they're super active on there not um <laughs> instagram facebook twitter and then follow at phnx underscore coyotes on twitter as of recording we are 10 followers away from 4 000 we're gonna do it today tell us what we need to make sean do as punishment send it to your friends get let's get those last 10 let's hit four thousand. thank you all so much for your support with that we will be back tomorrow friday night for our post game show. We'll have a ton of content on PHNX Coyotes on Twitter, at Mullet Arena. Hope to see everybody at Four Peaks tomorrow as well. Until then, enjoy the rest of your Thursday, everyone. And yes, today is actually Thursday. (laughs) Bye.